Life Audio. Why is it important to do hard things? I've talked about this before on the podcast, and I wanted to come back to this because I, I think even as I continue to understand this idea, it, it becomes clearer and clearer to me that if we are not in the habit of doing difficult things, if we're not in the habit of doing hard things, then when the need to do hard things arises, and it will we will be underprepared. I want to talk about that for a few minutes today and give you some thoughts on how we can incorporate difficulty into our lives. I know it doesn't sound like a super fun episode. How do we incorporate difficulty into our lives? But man, there is such a need for us to understand how to do hard things in a controlled environment so that when the world jumps in and causes chaos, we'll be ready to go. I want to talk about that, and we'll jump in in just a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me and looking forward to this conversation with you. Before we jump in, though, uh, I do want to remind you that this is the week and um, man, a couple more days that the 22 for 22 challenge begins. October 21st is the day that uh, this officially begins October 21st until November 11th. So that is coming up. If you have not yet registered, please go and do that. And and you might say, "I I would register, but I don't know what to do. Look, go on the website and register 22for22challenge.com. I've given this a bunch of times. It's been on social media. It's on the Mighty Oaks pages. But 22, that's the numbers. 4, F-O-R, 22, the numbers again, challenge, Dot com. Go and check that out. You can register there. And when you do, you have the opportunity to set up what you're going to do. So for 22 days, from October 21st to November 11th, you do something. We have folks, we have uh, people who are doing um, a mile a day, who are walking a mile a day, running a mile a day, uh, people who are swimming a couple of miles a day. There's so many different things people are doing. There are teams set up there and uh, definitely encourage people 
competing as teams against other people. Um, it's such a great event, just an, a great opportunity just to do something, right? We're going to talk about doing hard things today, but just to do something. And and really, and, and I explained this a couple episodes ago, but the reason for this is to talk about the problem, to highlight the problem, and there is one. Um, 22 is the number that has come to symbolize veteran suicide. It's, it's, it's horrific. And what we have learned recently as more research has been done, data has been compiled, is that that number is um, closer to, I would believe, over 40 a day. So we've been saying 22. The Department of Defense even said, man, maybe it's closer to 17, maybe 20. Uh, We've long said 22. It's probably over 40 a day. Um, On the active duty side, almost five active duty service members every day taking their lives. I mean, these are crazy, crazy numbers and numbers that a lot of people just aren't talking about. So this challenge is an opportunity to talk about it, to highlight it, to point out what is happening and how it's happening and, and uh, just to make people aware. And then, and this is the important part. Again, I, I spent a lot of time on this, but going from the problem it allows us to move to the solution. Through the Mighty Oaks Foundation, we've seen thousands and thousands of men and women attending one of our programs come to a place where they were once hopeless, without purpose, without direction, and as they've understood what it is to align their lives to the life God created them to live, uh, they regain hope, they find purpose again, and they're able to move forward in their lives. So it's about awareness for sure, but beyond that, it's about moving toward uh, an understanding of the solution. So it's, it's fantastic for a lot of great, great people get involved, and we are kicking that off officially this week, October 21st. So please, if you have not yet signed up for that, go ahead and do that. Um, and you may say, look, I'll do the thing, but I don't know a lot of people to raise money. That's a part of this is getting sponsors in your community. That's fine. Just sign up, do the event, let people know that you're doing it at the very least you're, uh, you're, you are joining that community and then you are letting other people know about Mighty Oaks and the work that's done. Um, I have conversations all of the time. I mean, all of the time and it's my job, right? <laughs> but all the time with people who I'll meet at church or a church somewhere I'm out speaking or somewhere else. And they'll say, I heard about Mighty Oaks through a family member. I heard about Mighty Oaks because I saw a social media post. I mean, the number of ways people hear about Mighty Oaks and so often they hear about it at the exact moment they need to uh, sign up. They need to need to fill out an application and we can get them into a program and, and God through the Holy Spirit works in that. So uh, please join this challenge. Uh, the first time we've done this, but uh, looking forward to it. 22 days and I will be doing a marathon a day for 22 days. Uh, people have said or asked, how do you do that many marathons? Uh, really, it's the distance. It's 26.2 miles a day, 26.2 miles a day for 22 days. There are some big marathons in there, but a lot of it is going to be me out uh, probably by myself. So <laughs> so, so as you think about it, uh, you can pray for me, of course, but uh, I would love to have you join this challenge. And then take some time, go to jeremystonlicker.com, and you can learn more about me and uh, find a place to connect with me on social and other podcasts I'm involved in and a lot of other stuff there. All right, so we get to the topic at hand. And I, I, again, I've talked about this. I've written about this. There's a, I did a blog post uh, quite a while ago on, on this topic. But why is it important that we do hard things? And, and 
I'm not specifically saying there why we should be willing to do hard things. Uh, I think we can, you know, particularly as social media is so prevalent, right? It's so in our face all the time. We can look at other people and maybe we know people in our lives are kind of hard people, right? <laughs> like they're always uh, there. They're always ready to do something. I, I'm not necessarily talking about um, about that, right? Why do we need to be willing to do hard things, do a hard job and uh, work hard and, and you know raise a family and all those things are hard, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about when I say we need to do hard things, and this is one of the reasons that personally I have trained jiu-jitsu for a number of years. I spend as much time um, doing endurance events as I do and all these things. I, I'm not particularly gifted as an athlete. I'm not particularly um, you know, capable. I talked about imposter syndrome last week. So <laughs> I feel that a lot in, in the, uh, uh, the physical arena, um, certainly with jiu-jitsu and, and uh, often with running. Um, but I, I do those things and I participate in those things because I need to regularly do difficult things, regularly do things that I don't understand and I have to figure out things that require uh, physical input from me and uh, even those those activities that on the other side of you feel exhausted, right? Because you've spent yourself. And people look at that and say, why would you do that? What do you gain out of that? I think what we gain when we adopt a do hard things mindset, we gain the building blocks in life of learning how to do hard things and being willing to do hard things and investing in difficult things and pushing back so often on living a life entirely given to comfort. We build that in our lives so that when we must do hard things, this goes back to the beginning of this conversation, when we must raise a family, when we must work a hard job, when we must do these difficult things in life, we don't have an opportunity to push back on it. We are prepared. Uh, in the jiu-jitsu community, if you're not familiar, when you go to a jiu-jitsu class, um, it's called training, right? It's, it's, it's different than a lot of other things. Uh, you could go to a baseball practice. I'm going to practice playing baseball. Uh, you could go to a lot of other martial arts where you would um, go to a class, right? And it's called a class. And, and that's kind of the terminology that is pretty accepted. It's funny, in, in the jiu-jitsu community, it's training. And over the years, you'll say, I'm going to training. Training? What are you training for? Well, I'm training for life. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, a lot of people train for competitions. and There are other things people are training for, preparing for. But something like jiu-jitsu is really training to do hard things, training to do difficult things, training to be ready if you ever need to be physically ready to defend yourself or others. It's training. It's getting ready. And I love that because I like to look at the rest of the world that way, long-distance events, endurance events, running events. You're out there for hours, and you're doing this thing, and it hurts, and you want to quit. A lot of the time, you're out there. <laughs> And if you're me, you're not going to win anything. You're not, I mean, you'll get the finisher's medal, right? You'll be out there for 25 hours, uh, run the 100 miles, and you'll get a medal that you can throw in a drawer somewhere. Why do we do it? Why do we prepare? Why are we doing that? Well, in my mind, it's training. It's not training to run. That's just something that motivates us and keeps us moving forward. It's training for life. 
I want my body to be healthy. I want to be in a position where if God wants me to do something or go somewhere, if there's a call on my life, if there's a need to do do hard things, a need to do hard things, then I'm ready. I don't want to be the guy who's willing but not ready. I don't want to be the guy that if something comes up, people can come to me and say, hey, are you willing? And I can say, yes, I'm willing. Give me three months and I'll be ready. I want to stay ready. I think this moves beyond simply the physical, though. And I think doing hard things physically, it's easy for us to understand and to get our hands on. Uh, but it's, it's, it's even beyond that. I made a decision a few years ago that I would read as many um, books as I can physically. So physical books. I, I listen to a lot of books. I do read a lot of books. I read a lot of books on Kindle. But I try to keep in my mix of what I'm reading or listening to or studying. I try to keep in my mix um, physical books that are difficult to understand. Maybe these are uh, books on theological concepts and issues that I don't fully understand. Maybe it's um, often I'll, I'll read books on post-traumatic stress and trauma and those kind of things that are coming from a place that I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm very aware, but I'm not experienced. Uh, books that I have to open and read and listen to um, the the kind of in-between to try to understand. Maybe I have to go and look at something else. Maybe I have to listen to a podcast on a particular concept to bring me up to speed. But I want to invest. I want to do the hard thing because I need to learn how to think and I need to learn how to do those things that are uncomfortable. We are living in a society and in an environment where everything is about entertainment. Social media is about entertainment. Even if it's the kind of social media that makes you mad all the time, it's about entertainment. Uh, we watch videos. We see posts. Everything is about entertainment. It's around us all of the time. You cannot go to a restaurant where you don't see tables with small children who are sitting next to their parents looking at tablets, watching tablets, watching videos. And I understand that pragmatically. But what we are doing is creating and we have created a generation that we're all involved in that is focused on comfort. How comfortable can I be? How entertained can I be? How um, difficulty averse can I live my life? We have comfort around us all of the time. And in order to inculcate ourselves against comfort, if you will, and I'm not against comfort, but uh, to where that doesn't become the only Thing that we can be a part of so that we're prepared to do the hard things, we have to be very deliberate. I'd encourage you with that to be very deliberate in a couple of specific areas. I mentioned the physical area. This is so important. Our physical health is, is so important. It, 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 <laughs> it's tragic to me. I don't know the right way to say it. I know what I'd say if I wasn't on this podcast, but I, I don't know the right way to say it exactly to communicate what I feel about this. But it is tragic to me to know Christian people who don't take care of their bodies at any age of life, by the way. Whether you're young or in your 80s, if you are <laughs> blessed to live in your 90s, into your 90s, somewhere in between, you have a responsibility before God, and I mean this. You have a responsibility before God to take care of your body. That is the vehicle that he has given to you to do what he has called you and will call you to do. It's crazy to me how many Christian people, and 
I know not everyone who listens to this podcast is a Christian, but speaking of Christian people who would say they believe in God's creation, they believe that we're created in the image of God, they believe that God has a particular purpose for us, they would use words like stewardship, and we need to take care of what God has given to us to be used for His purpose and His glory, who do not take care of their bodies. I don't understand it. Except that, often, it comes back to this idea of doing hard things. Uh, we work, we're involved in life, we do all the other stuff we're doing, and it's just so hard to um, get in shape. It's hard to exercise. And, and I don't think all of us need to be professional athletes, but I think we need to get out and walk. We need to be careful about what we eat. We need to take care of ourselves to the best of our ability. Now, we all have different physical abilities. This is about doing the best you can with the vehicle that God has given to you. So, in the physical area, we need to do hard things. Train. Remember, train. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Because you have no idea what God is going to lead you into or call you to, and you need to be ready to go. That's one area. Second area is, uh, and I just mentioned this, but mentally or intellectually. Also, train. I believe if a person knows how to think, there is very little they can't accomplish in this life. I've had some great conversations recently um, on the other podcast I'm involved with, The Situation Report, some great conversations with uh, educators who are involved in what's known as classical education. And, and the purpose of classical education is to teach people to think, teach people to think. Uh, it, it really is about taking young people and equipping them to have the intellectual skill set so that whatever they do in their lives, wherever they go in their lives, whatever happens in life, they are intellectually equipped to deal with. Uh, this is, again, so important. How do you do this? Well, some of it is pushing the videos and the social media stuff away. It's reading real books, and whether you read them Kindle or you hold them in your hand, but reading real books um, I don't read a lot of uh, fiction. I read some fiction, not a lot. And, and one of the reasons for that is I want to train my mind. I want to learn to think. I want to explore new concepts. I love biographies because I'm able to read uh, about people who had to work through things and understand things, and that helps me. You need to be prepared or do hard things physically, do hard things intellectually. And your mind is a muscle. It, it really is when we come to this this idea or concept of doing things that are intellectually difficult. Um, if you don't read a lot, it's going to be a challenge. Well, start small. That's fine. But just start. Begin to develop the habits of learning, of asking questions, of getting beyond, I used to say this all the time, but getting beyond the headlines. We are so much into headlines. If I say I read an article, um, <laughs> often that means I read the headlines of an article, and uh, it's got to be bigger than that, right? Um this, this area is one that we have given up. And because we've given it up, we have people that tell us what is quote-unquote true. And we don't have the intellectual flexibility to know whether or not they're telling the truth. And we bind ourselves when we're not doing hard things mentally and intellectually. So that's the second area. Do physical things that are hard. Do intellectual, mental things that are hard. And then the third area, and this is, um, you know, this is not order of priority. This would be number one in priority. Do things that are spiritually difficult. And 
I could spend a lot of time talking about this. What I mean specifically for this conversation is develop the habit of reading your Bible regularly, of asking questions about what you read. Um, A lot of people, they journal. I don't always journal. I do sometimes. I don't always journal. But writing down what you learned and what God spoke to your heart about, make a spiritual relationship with God, a discipline. Now, I'm not trying to diminish the relationship aspect, and that's a fight we could have at another time. Uh, But do hard things spiritually. Learn. Ask questions. Read books that deal with theological concepts that you're not familiar with and you really want to understand. Sit down with other people who do understand them and grow and learn. Don't just accept what your church says or what a Christian friend says. I I listened to a podcast today. And uh, it's a it's a group of people, and they're all Christians, and they really are Christians. I mean, they have a ministry and whatever, but it's a different <clears throat> type of ministry. And these aren't uh, pastors and you know church people per se, but they were discussing a an issue, a theological issue, and it was very much being discussed from just kind of how they feel about it, <laughs> instead of what the Bible says about it, uh, what others have said about it. And I don't fault them. At least they were having that discussion, and I think that's a good thing. But we need to be willing to really dig into some of these issues and understand. Uh, Peter said we should be ready always to give an answer for the hope that is within us. Are you ready to give an answer for the hope that is within you? Or is the answer that you're going to give, hey, let me connect you with one of the pastors at my church. If that's your answer, then you need to do some spiritually hard things and learn and grow and have those spiritual disciplines. Spend some time every day reading God's Word. Spend some time in prayer every day. Have the spiritual discipline to grow. All of these things are hard, but I think from these spring forth good relationships. I think from these, we're able to deal with difficulties as they come into our lives because we're not unprepared. We're training all the time. We don't always know what we're training for, but physically we're going to be strong, and we're going to uh, be able to work long hours or deal with something that is emotionally taxing because our bodies are strong. Uh, Mentally, intellectually, we've learned how to think and we continue to develop that ability. We're dealing with spiritual concepts and biblical concepts and really understanding what the Bible says and what God says to us through the Bible. We're, We're very deliberate about that. And because we're deliberate about it, because we're doing hard things, then when we must do hard things, We will be prepared. Again, I know I've talked about this in the past, but I'm reminded of this again and again. I think this is one of those things that I have to come back to again and again, and that's why I'm reminded of it. But do hard things. Do difficult things. And as you do, you'll be prepared for what you may not know, but God (laughs) knows. And as you're prepared, He'll use you in areas and ways and situations you never thought he would. And uh, what an incredible blessing that is. Again, if you have not yet subscribed to the show, please take some time to do that. A couple of days away, 22 for 22 challenge. Please go and check that out. 22 for 22 challenge.com. Very important. And then go over to life audio, lifeaudio.com. Uh, at the end of every episode, I point you to lifeaudio.com because it is such an incredible resource. Um, I don't do it just as a closer because I'm supposed to. I do it because we need good content and we need good people who are thinking about some of these issues, as I just mentioned. 
and you'll find so many wonderful podcasts there, um, Christian podcasts dealing with a lot of these these issues. And uh, I would encourage you strongly, please take some time, go over there and check that out. And that would be fantastic. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining along. Uh, I would encourage you to share this content out with others. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. It's a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at LifeAudio.com.